Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which starts at the end of the week. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is earnings guidance for Q4. Over the past few quarters, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive earnings guidance than normal. Did this trend continue in the fourth quarter? But first, let's look ahead to the fourth quarter earnings season for the index. Analysts and companies have been less optimistic compared to recent quarters in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the fourth quarter. Despite this decline in optimism, earnings for the S&P 500 for the quarter are still above expectations at the start of the quarter. The index is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth above 20% for the fourth straight quarter. Analysts also expect earnings growth of more than 40% for the full year. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. In terms of guidance, fewer S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the fourth quarter compared to recent quarters. However, we'll discuss guidance in more detail in the second half of the podcast. Even with fewer companies issuing positive guidance, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the fourth quarter is above the estimate at the start of the quarter. The S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 21.7% as of today, compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 20.9% back on September 30th. If 21.7% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the fourth straight quarter of earnings growth above 20%. These unusually high growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings in 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Nine of the 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the industrial sector at 108%, and the materials sector at 61%. Analysts are projecting earnings growth of 45.2% for the full year. Looking ahead, they are calling for earnings growth of 6% in the first quarter of 2022 and 4% in the second quarter of 2022. And during the week, six S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. High-profile companies expect to report earnings during the week include Delta Airlines, Wells Fargo, BlackRock, Citigroup, and J.P. Morgan Chase. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings guidance for the fourth quarter. As of today, 93 S&P 500 companies have issued EPS guidance for the fourth quarter. This number is slightly below the five-year average of 100. Of these 93 companies, 56 have issued negative guidance and 37 have issued positive guidance. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. The number of companies issuing negative EPS guidance is below the five-year average of 60, while the number of companies issuing positive guidance is below the five-year average of 40. However, more S&P 500 companies are issuing negative guidance than positive guidance for a quarter for the first time since the second quarter of 2020. The number of S&P 500 companies issuing negative EPS guidance for the fourth quarter of 2021 
is the highest number since the first quarter of 2020. On the other hand, the number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive EPS guidance is the lowest number since the second quarter of 2020. So what is driving the negative shift in EPS guidance issued by S&P 500 companies? Well, at the sector level, the information technology sector at plus six and the industrial sector at plus six have seen the largest increases in the number of S&P 500 companies issuing negative EPS guidance for the fourth quarter compared to the third quarter. Conversely, the information technology sector at negative eight and the consumer discretionary sector at negative five have seen the largest decreases in the number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive EPS guidance for the fourth quarter compared to the third quarter. However, it should be noted that over longer periods in time, more S&P 500 companies typically issue negative guidance than positive guidance. For the fourth quarter of 2021, 56 of the 93 companies, or 60%, have issued negative EPS guidance, and 37 out of the 93, or 40%, have issued positive EPS guidance. These percentages are equal to the five-year averages for S&P 500 companies issuing negative and positive earnings guidance for a quarter. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight Blog, and our Street Account Podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. Music